There it is. And we're good to go here. <clears throat> so, thank you, everybody, for hanging out. This is the I Hate Matt Wall podcast, starring yours truly, Bartholomew Samuel Ludwig. Um, and today, we are going to be um, going over some stuff, because this is kind of a big deal. This is episode 10. Oh my gosh, 10 whole episodes. Now, if you look in the description or the episodes of the podcast, like if you're on like um, iTunes or whatever, there's probably like six other podcasts on there. Um, so, you know, what the fuck ever. In, in this iteration, we're, we're 10 episodes in. So, um, I just made some biscuits and gravy from scratch, and I don't think I've ever done it from scratch before. I think I've made biscuits um, from biscuit packs or Bisquick, and I think I've made gravy from gravy packets, but I don't think I've ever just done everything um, by myself and um, jamming. And um, I shouldn't say by myself because I got some uh, strange looks from uh, the wife there. So that was weird. But anyway, so um, today we are going to be going over some shit. But first, we got to get to the Patreon shout out. Yes, that is because if you are watching this video, that means you are on Patreon. If you are just listening to this podcast, that means you are listening to the podcast and probably a cheap ass motherfucker who doesn't want to pay for good quality content. So that's okay. That's okay. There's there's people who pay for you, so you could continue to um, be a cheap ass, and that's fine. I've been a cheap ass most of my life, so um, including right now, <clears throat> so that's fine. But um, the people who make this show possible, I just want to give a big heads up to, and that is Michael M, Deb K, Bunadub, and Jess. Thank you guys so much for. Um, throwing in and you guys have to keep track of your um your uh, credit card expiration dates because if your card expires um you know shit like there's nothing we can do about it so if you're listening to this podcast going oh shit i'm a patron but he didn't say my name that's why um so check your credit card that's fine um <clears throat> and while we're still on this, if you are on Patreon, you can get um, Pharma Phoenix Rises for only five bucks um, through the end of the month. Just hit me up on Patreon and I'll get that out to you. And if uh, <clears throat> you are not a Patreon member, um, you can get Pharma Phoenix Rises on my Etsy shop for $7 with free shipping. So um, there's that. Um, and that's pretty much the only extra Patreon thing that's going on right now. Um, next month there will be a different one. Um, don't know what it will be yet. <clears throat> but, you know, that's, that's what it is. Oh, and the last time I was talking about, um, Modelo Chilada. Yeah, it's still fucking good. Oh my god. It's like I'm eating a soup with beer in it. 
That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So, um, we're going to give you some, yeah, let's just get to it. So fingering the mundane, the update, um, I've been waiting for my proof copy and waiting and waiting and waiting, not understanding why it's taking so long. I go and, um, look up my tracking number and it's not going to get here till October 1st. Um, as of this, it is, um, September 25th. Hopefully it'll get here before then because I told everyone that everything would be sent out, um, in September, but, um, if I don't get the proof copy back until October 1st, that is going to be impossible. So for those of you who supported the fingering the mundane campaign on Indiegogo, I will be posting something over there, um, letting you guys know that situation. And then, um, this month seems like it's gone on fucking forever. I had a lot of releases this month. Panic. Um, is that up here? No, I have it in here. Uh, I can't show it to you. I got my guitar right there. I'll knock it down. So anyway, Panic. Um, my chat book with um, four chunky short stories about um, basically paranoia and madness. Um is available on my Etsy shop. And if you don't know how to get to my Etsy shop, if you just go to IHateMattWall.com, you could click the Etsy button, and that'll take you there. Um, Weird Mass 25 came out this month, or maybe it was at the very end of last month. Might have been the very end of last month, but I'm still going to promote it. Um, Lots of great stuff in there, lots of great writers, Um, a lot of new stuff, a lot of um, stuff from the Weird Mass Volts, um, a lot of cool, ridiculous, old um, ads. I love having the old ads in there from like the 30s through the 70s. They're just so great. Um, so that has tons of cool shit. And it has a preview of the kind of shit you'll be seeing in the upcoming Bloodshed Review, which is um, my new po- poetry journal um, that will be coming out soon. And um, you could find Weird Mass 25 on Amazon, and you could also find Poetic Anarchy Volume 1 over on Amazon. And it is poems from the people in the class who took that first class, and that's uh, Scott Bryant, um, Christine Grace, um, Allison Hadley. Um, I, I just want to call her Allie all the time. Um, Bunny Wild and myself. <clears throat> and... Um, this one looks to be, um, just as amazing. Um, completely like bunny is going to be in it again. I'm going to be in it again. Um, and then we have at least three more, um, poets that are very different from one another, very different from the poets from the first thing. Um, so I really just like the, the reach, um, across poetry because like a lot of people give me shit probably I'm assuming they do because I've heard like one or two people say this but that um my view on poetry is very very narrow and I only like a certain kind and that's not true like I think between Poetic Anarchy Volume 1 and this one that's going to be coming out shows how broad of a spectrum you can have by still not playing by the rules, the um, academia rules. 
so that's really cool and um i'm that will probably come out at the end of next month maybe beginning in november the class is still going we have um one week left um <clears throat> and that's kind of been eating up a lot of my time. Um, I haven't been writing a whole lot. And we'll, we'll talk about my writing in a little bit. But one thing I want to get to, for those of you who are, like, going, wasn't there supposed to be, like, a broadside that came out this month? And, like, where's, like, I, I haven't heard anything about the new chapbook for October and what the fuck's going on and all this other shit. Um, a lot of that is because um, I'm having computer problems. And as you know, the last three months of my life have been um, tragic when it comes to computer problems. So the problem I'm having right now is that I ha- I'm using a PC, but for some reason, when I print anything out on my PC, like from my PC to the printer, like the ink barely comes out on the paper. <clears throat> and then I could print something on a different computer onto the printer and it prints fine. So I don't know what the fuck is going on and I can't figure out a way that any of this makes sense. So um, that's pissing me off. And then as far as next month's chapbook, which I'm super excited about, um, it's uh, 13 miles south of hell and it's like kind of like spooky or horror poetry or whatever um I need to add one little thing to it and I can't do that on here I have to do it on my Mac my dead Mac but um like a dead Mac does when you turn it on and try to get it to do something the whole thing freezes up and um I thought I had taken the files off of that computer and put it on this computer and it turns out I didn't so, um, I screwed the pooch, I fucked up, so, um, I got to get that off of that computer, and I just don't know how I'm gonna do it without just going out and getting a new Mac. So, um, I think this experiment, trying to, um, be frugal and taking care of my finances by just getting a cheap laptop, PC laptop until I was ready for a new Mac. Um, it didn't work. I shouldn't have done it. I should have just went straight and got a new fucking Mac. So that's that. So, anyhow. <clears throat> things I've been writing about lately. Um, for those of you who know me um, and who I've been speaking to um, you'll know that I have a um, ulnar nerve problem in my hand, and half of my hand is numb, and my pinky isn't really doing what it's supposed to be doing. And when I type, I can't feel if it's hitting a key or not hitting a key. And then, like, I'm in my mind's eye seeing it hit something, and it'll hit a different key. Um, and it's been really fucking me up. And I, um, use the, um, comparison that, like, it's kind of like a porn star who suddenly becomes impotent. Like, I am a writer, I write, I type, I fucking type hard, the whole fucking thing, and, um, I can't type. At least not with all my fingers. So, um, I was getting really down, and I didn't want to fucking even deal with it, I was getting super pissed, 
And then I was talking to a friend last night, and they're like, why don't you just type slower? And I'm like, type slow? That's not one of my mottos. What the fuck is that? But it makes a lot of sense, because the reason why I'm getting so pissed off is because I'm sitting here doing the thing that I normally fucking do, and I'm like, like fucking machine gunning it. And um, that's not helping. It's not working. So I'm like, okay, well, do I start... um, learning how to type without my pinky and still try to type how I normally type and I don't think that's the answer either I think honestly if I just hunt and peck like maybe like this um, that might be the best way to go about this whole fucking thing so we'll see I'm not sure god damn that is good Not really enough alcohol in it. It's only 3.5. <clears throat> but, um, goddamn. Goddamn, goddamn, goddamn. <clears throat> so, um, a lot of the stuff I've been writing lately has to do with injustice. And problems in the world. And I go through these phases where I feel like I want to fucking help the world. I want to help the community. I want to fucking make this shithole fucking place we live in a better fucking place. And uh, I don't know if that is the best use of my talents, I guess. Um... So today I'm going to read you a bunch of poems that I wrote when I was pissed off, you know, doing the fucking things I do, and um, I'm going to read these to you because with the exception of one that I posted, I don't think I'm ever going to publish these. So um, since I'm probably never going to publish these, I thought this would be a great place for them. And I do want to let you know that um, these are political to an extent. They shouldn't be, but a lot of fucking people politicize this shit. So, um, I hope I don't offend you. I'm coming at you as a friend right now. I love you, and I want all of us to be okay. So, um, this one's called Careless People. I couldn't figure it out. I walked into Stater Brothers with my mask on and it was packed and only I had on a mask. The workers did, but not the customers. Then I went into a little liquor store. Again, only I masked. I am vaccinated. I wear a mask because I could still catch COVID and I could still pass it on. It is my duty as a human fucking being not to continue the spread of a global pandemic. I couldn't figure it out. Then it hit me. Biden passed a max and vax mandate. Uh, The California governor, Gavin Newsom, also has implemented more mask and vax mandates. Newsom just days ago won a recall election that never had any legs in the first place. Are these idiots protesting Newsom and mandates by trying to infect people? I live in one of the very few Trumper towns in Cali, and I need to get out of here ASAP and let these cave people kill each other off. 
Well, I did say that I love you guys and I want everyone to be happy and all this shit, but that did come off um, a bit harsh. But when I write, I'm writing from my fucking soul and my fucking anger and all this other shit. So a lot of that anger falls in here. This one I did post on my website, and it's called Motives. Motives are everything. Nothing happens without them. Whenever you hear bullshit, conspiracies, anything, you always have to ask why. Why would COVID be a hoax? Who gains from lockdown? Who gains when mask mandates are put into effect? The only logical answer to any of this is to stop a pandemic. This isn't fascism. This isn't a way to sneak foreigners in. This isn't a ploy by the Dems to get the right in a stranglehold. You have to ask questions. You have to seek motives. Too many people are sick. Too many people have died. Hospitals are overrun. What what are the motives of the government to continue this? How could the hospitals rig themselves to overcapacity with all the deaths and turning people away? For what reason would this make any sense for anything? This isn't political. It never was. Get vaccinated. Take care of the people around you. We have to look out for each other because no one else will. Remember that all your politicians, Fox News, all these people you get your info from, they're probably all vaccinated and they're fucking with you. They are mobilizing you. They are playing you for their own needs. If Republicans really cared about their supporters, they would push them to get vaccinated because if they don't, their numbers will dwindle. But I guess the go-to response would be then that the Dems are killing the right so they could take over the country with their satanic baby-eating cult. This country is a joke. The media is fucking disgusting. Just fucking ask why. The only sheeple I see are the ones who believe the lies, the conspiracies, and the bullshit. The numbers I have seen as of now are 1 in 5 will get or have had COVID. 1 in under 500 will die. People who do not get the vaccine are 10 times more likely to be hospitalized and are 11 times more likely to die. If we can't get everyone on board, the only end to this pandemic will be Darwinian. We will have to wait until the stupid die off. It may not be a bad thing, but the media and the politicians on the right will still be running their lies because they're vaccinated. I guess we wait until their voters and their viewers die. It may not be a bad thing. Again, that was kind of harsh. Um, let's do just a couple more here if I could get them out. Um, the world outside while I drink my morning coffee. Racist, racist Millersville cops. White men on horseback whipping Haitian refugees. Blackface in Oregon. Slave trading on Snapchat. Calling the cops on a black woman for looking suspicious while she sat in her car. This is just the tip of the iceberg and this was just this morning. This is disgusting. It makes my heart hurt, makes my soul ache. Tears run down my face, seeing the pain in people's eyes. I do not want to live in a place like this. I do not want to have my tax dollars go to hate. I do not want my tax dollars to go to war. 
I think people need to think locally and let's forget about thinking globally just for a little while. If we think locally, we can reach out to our communities, see everyone's pain, needs, desires, and together we can build that up, put people in charge locally who will help. We can be a community where we all look out for one another. Most of the people who read this will not be able to tell me the names of their local, their elected local representatives. And if you want change, that affects, and if you want change that affects you now, those are the people you need. I'm so tired of the hate, segregation, superior mindset of organized religion, white, right-wing politics, and corporate America. I don't understand the callousness of society. I have told you in the past how much I hate people. Hell is other people, but why? Because so many, because <clears throat> so fucking many are so fucking ugly on the inside and there isn't anything anyone can do about that. The ugliness will have to die off and hopefully as years go by, the ugliness won't infect the children of those people or those children's children. Hopefully sometime soon while I still live, I will be able to see the change and say, damn, we have come such a long way. But right now, today, I don't know if um, that dream will ever be a reality. <clears throat> so next, Texas is the reason. Danzig said it best, Texas is the reason. He said it for different reasons. Texas disgusts me. I know there are, there are good people in Texas. I know a lot of good people there. But there, are, there is a lot of hate and revolting behavior that comes out of there. It also comes with this entitlement of don't mess with Texas or some other bullshit that no one cares about unless you live in Texas and were raised by Texans. Nobody cares about your tribal Texas bullshit. All of that Texan pride will have to go if we ever want true equality. Cowboy culture, border control, it makes me sick and perpetuates hate. Religious pride, Republican pride, none of it. And I'm not just picking on the right. The corporate Dems are just as awful. But let's not ignore the elephant in the room. Texas, they hate being put... <clears throat> on the back burner. So apologies, Texas. Texas is the reason. Texas is the blueprint. Texas is the cancer. I won't tread on you. I won't visit you. I don't even like you. Texas is an ancient relic of America's racist past. Old white assholes. I can't even finish this. You make me sick. Wow. That was, um, that was in the weeds. So, um, Sorry if any of you are from Texas. Like I said, I do know very good people in Texas. But um, the majority of Texas doesn't seem to be like that. And then finally, this last one is called Red States. I don't like being political. It makes me sad. breaks my heart because so many people live and die by it. So many people have lived and died by it just with COVID. But you, Red States, you are archaic. There is no future for you. Watching Darwinianism at work as you die with your pure blood, your per pure sperm, it's disgusting as a human. Hearing your racist bullshit is disgusting as a living organism. 
big bad Texas to the limp dick of America, Florida. <clears throat> you bring shame on me for being American, for being white, for looking like a white trash Republican. The future does not have you in it. Your way of thinking died a hundred years ago, yet you still hang on. Blue jeans, boots, pickup trucks, God, guns, and Trump. You are losing, and watching you die in your violent death rows is sad and nauseating. Just go quietly for the sake of the nation, the world. Just close your eyes and go. All right, that's my soapbox. <clears throat> so, yeah, um, I have been writing a lot of stuff about that kind of shit. And I'm not, I don't love it. Like, I hate doing it. I hate fucking having to call fuckers out. The whole thing. I'm just like, at the end of the day, mandates are important because no one's playing by the rules. Or at least there's enough of the population not playing by the rules that mandates need to go into effect. For schools, for everything. The sooner everyone gets on board and everyone does the right thing, the sooner all this shit goes away and we don't have to talk about pandemic shit anymore. We don't have to talk about masks. We don't have to talk vaccines. Everyone will be okay. Herd immunity obviously is not working because tons of people are dying and a lot of states are hitting the highest numbers they've had since COVID started. And um, <clears throat> a lot of you will go, oh, well, that's just some fucking left-wing conspiracy bullshit. Yeah, and you, will, you and your friends will be dead within a matter of weeks. So um, if you give a shit about people, if you give a shit about your neighbor, if you give a shit about the fucking world in general, wear a fucking mask when you go outside. I don't care if it's just a cloth mask or whatever. It stops particles from coming out. It might not be 100% effective, but just because something's not 100% effective doesn't mean that it doesn't work. It just means it's not 100% effective. That's it. Vaccines are good. Get vaccines. There's no mark of the beast, all that shit. It's, it's fucking crap. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm done. So let's move into the musical portion of the evening. I want to say... That um, I've been listening to a lot of the Cramps lately. Um, they're one of my favorite bands, and I go through these periods where, like, I won't listen to them for a few months, and then I just listen to them all the time. And I kind of have it broken up into different waves. Like the first wave, Cramps, is like um, songs the Lord taught us, um, psychedelic jungle, I think is what it's called. Um, smell a female and then if you have like off the bone or bad music for bad people that's like the first wave of the cramps and that's like my favorite it's like two guitars no bass there is bass on a couple songs but it's like the whole idea um, a lot of the songs are cover songs from like really obscure b-sides um, and through them I've been listening to it ton of Charlie Feathers, by the way, but, um, <clears throat> so there's that, and then your, your second wave cramps, which is still good, I just don't like it as much, because it's kind of overproduced, but, um, A Date With Elvis, Stay Sick, Look Mom No Head, 
and Stay Sick, I think, as an album, is, like, my favorite Cramps album ever. Um, it's just, those, that period is so good, too. And then the final, um, wave of the Cramps, I guess, would be, um, Flame Job, Big Beat from Badsville, and, um, Fiends from Dope Island. Um, and out of those three albums, I think, um, Big Beat from Badsville is my favorite, but, you know, whatever. But yeah, that first era cramps, I fucking listen to that shit all the fucking time, and I just love it. So, give it a listen if you haven't. Songs the Lord Taught Us is amazing. Um, so, with that said, um, let's get into the songs. <clears throat> so, I'm gonna play a song called Drag the River that I wrote on May 25th of... Is that 2002? Yeah, I think that's 2002. Um, And this is where the whole skin slip shit came from. I got... I did some research, and I found out that when a body is underwater for a long time, or in water, that when you go and try to fish it out of the water if it's all bloated and fucked up you'll grab like the arm and pull and the skin will just come off into your hand like a fucking condom kind of thing like a used condom and um when I first learned that that was a thing it freaked me out and I couldn't think of anything other than that so this album when I wrote it I wrote it just to exercise exorcise that out of my head and um, I think it worked because after I did that it didn't bother me anymore I didn't think about it anymore so even though I didn't record the album um, it was written so whatever so this is um, and then there was this movie called The Gift I think is what it's called with Katie Holmes and um, that put a lot in like of imagery in my head for this too so Is how to make 
over time so thank you so much and um go to ihatemountwall.com or go to to become a patreon member to see the video go to patreon.com slash so until next time everybody bye bye